0: Welcome to the podcast series, Interest Rates with Mates, with Colin, Todd, Sean, and Cass. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Good morning. Happy, happy Monday. It's good another to week. be Another week. Another um, week. Today, we're going to be doing genuine savings. What is genuine savings? Well, it is a thing that uh, in the past the bank has required. Um, if you're going over the traditional, if you don't have a twenty percent deposit, and you're looking sort of around that uh, ninety to ninety-five percent, the bank will want to ensure that you've held those funds to show that you know you can actually save a bit of money. Propensity, uh, yes, that's yeah, right.
1: Propensity to repay. So they're basically yeah. looking that yeah you can you can sort of save you know consistently and regularly and you know sort of that you're you're sort of gearing yourself towards being able to make repayments on a home loan yeah. Yep. so yeah they want to say that you've saved those those at least five percent genuine savings over the course of at least a three-month period um or some lenders you know if if you've sold an asset and you've just dumped the funds in there some lenders require you to hold those funds for at least three months
0: mm. Mm. So we're going to just discuss a few little tips and tricks about genuine savings today, because uh, you know there has been a few changes in the past sort of six months. Where traditionally it was, you know, pretty much if you went over that eighty percent mark or you know up to ninety, you needed to show genuine. That's changed. Yeah. Um, so some lenders, uh, so sorry, with the family home guarantee, that's where sort of the main genuine savings come come in. So you have got mm. the first home buyer guarantee and the family home guarantee as well. So 5% for the family home and 2% for the family
1: home guarantee. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, home. yeah, 5% for the first home, yeah, and 2% yep. for the for the single-parent scheme. Yeah, single-parent,
0: yep. yeah. Um, so with the, I guess, the changes that are happening, um, we've had some lenders to that have come out and said, okay, if you've got a 10% deposit, so 90%, we don't need to show genuine savings. Correct. Yeah. yeah, Which is good. We've
2: got a couple of lenders that are doing that, which is is really good. So it means that if you've been gifted some funds or you've sold an asset or something like that and you've got 10%, then you don't need to show that that's genuine savings.
1: I actually had the perfect example of this. It was only a month ago. The property actually settled. These first home buyers settled on their purchase uh, last week. Um, The perfect example was we were trying to – get through on the first home guarantee scheme so five percent genuine savings required for that one um obviously the bank waives the lmi but um they'd been shifting funds around a lot like they, <laughs> they moved their money around they had like five different bank accounts with different lenders um and we just couldn't prove genuine savings like you could sort of see that it was there and what the clients were saying sort of made sense but the the bank just didn't buy it. The bank was like, nah, this isn't genuine savings. You either wait another three weeks, like Mm. then based off their assessment, that was when they could sort of confirm that the funds were genuine. Um, Or you increase your deposit to 10%. Now these clients had signed a contract to sale. They'd already had a finance extension. They'd sort of been stuffed around previously. Um, So anyway, they just, mum and dad gifted them some extra funds. They went to 90% um, and incurred some LMI effectively. Um, but yeah, like obviously, what we're about to talk, touch on now, that, that sort of just changed just in, in the last week or so, um, whereby some lenders will allow you to effectively not need genuine savings, even up to that 95% LVR. Mm. So 5% deposit, no genuine savings, which is a massive change. Like, I. Yeah. I've oh, been in this industry huge. for what, eight it's and a half, nine years. Yeah. And that's a great job. Yeah, I've, I've never We've had never seen, this before. Never seen this before. So no. uh, even
2: tax refunds are included yeah. in it too. Yeah. Tax so refunds, sales, sales, sales yeah.
1: yeah,
0: cars.
2: And I guess another thing, just touching on that ninety percent, is that some of those lenders will actually let you capitalise that LMI as yeah. well. So as long as you can mm. service that total debt, yep. you can yeah. actually capitalise
0: that LMI. Mm. So, some great changes. Yeah, it's good. It's good.
2: I mean, I think we've said in the past too, there's good things coming. I know the rates have obviously increased quite, quite a lot, but the lenders are coming out with some good policies over the last sort of month or two. And I reckon there's there's uh, going to be more coming. Yeah.
1: So there, oh. I was going to say, obviously, other ways to get around genuine savings. Uh, yeah, the most traditional methods, uh, like a rental ledger. Yeah. So if you can show that, you know, you've got a three to six month rental ledger, even longer, preferably. But um, and you can show those you've been making all those rental repayments on time, no missed repayments. Um, once again, as Cole alluded to earlier, it's propensity to repay. So you're just showing the bank that you know you're already in that. Um, that mindset of of making mortgage repayments, rental repayments, paying off that debt. Um, so yeah. Um, traditionally another way around the genuine savings requirement is by showing a rental ledger and then the bank will allow you to, to borrow up to 95% of the property's value. Yeah.
0: I, do, I do get some questions where the clients say, oh, okay, I've had that rental lender for three months. Does that count towards my deposit?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. Yeah. It counts no. towards a genuine <laughs> savings requirement. You yeah. still yeah. need to yeah. contribute, you, yes. you know, your five to 8% deposit. Yeah. Um, you need that cash because the bank's not going to expose themselves to any more than 95% of the property's value. Um, but yeah, if you've just, you know, been gifted some funds or, you know, um, sold a, an asset that doesn't fall under the genuine savings requirement of a lender, um, yeah, that rental ledger can help, yeah, tick that box for genuine savings.
2: Yep. And the other thing too is equity can be used as genuine savings. You've got, I had uh, a customer at the start of the year that was in advance repayments on their car loan. And so they had... Um, $10,000, I think it was, in advanced
0: um, like redraw, for example, so they could use that towards genuine savings as well. So, yeah. Some great changes with uh, genuine savings and that 95%, we've already had a few inquiries as well because it's yep. literally you can, you know, if a family has got two cars and they don't, they don't need one, they can, you know, sell that car and that is goes yep. towards your deposit. Even tax refunds this tax time food. of year mm. it's probably the biggest one too because, I mean, I've seen some big
2: tax refunds from clients this year and, Goes into the account uh, overnight. Bank statement gets printed the next day, and that's um, considered savings, and it doesn't need to be genuine. So, mm.
1: um, anything else to touch on? Um, well, I guess scenarios that you don't need genuine savings. Yep. Um, so, like if you're using a guarantor, for example you don't really need any savings at all. You know, you can borrow up to a hundred percent plus of a property's value. Yep. So, you know, that there's certain scenarios where, where gen savings doesn't really become an issue. Um, so like guarantor scenarios, or if you have, if you already have sort of 10, 15% deposit, you know, some banks don't require you to confirm that you've saved that over three months. Yeah. Um,
2: that's Probably a good point, too, because I mean, to the point where there's no bank statements even required, it's just got to be demonstrated that you've got cash on your balance sheet. Yeah, there's no bank statements seen or, or you know, needed by the bank to confirm genuine savings or to go through, you know, troll through the bank transactions, etc. So, um, so yeah, so like there, as I said before, there's some good changes coming,
0: yeah, and shares, if, I guess, is probably well, the other
2: one, yeah. shares, shares and managed funds, yeah, that's another one. one, yeah, yeah.
0: Yep, definitely. So, so if, if you do, if you are looking to purchase a property and you think you might, you know, require uh, a five percent deposit. You can give us a call, and we can actually tell you how much of a deposit that you need yep. um, on top of you know potential stamp duty as well. Yep, and then that's when we can have a discussion about the different lenders that we've got on our panel as well. Hundred yeah. percent,
1: yeah. That's another thing that some people miss actually. Like they say, "Oh, I've got the five percent deposit," but then it's like, "Oh, yeah, if you are buying <laughs> over <stamp> five hundred, <laughs> you need factory stamp duty, solicitor fees, everything yeah. else." Um, so yeah, the five percent is is five percent of the actual purchase price. Um, but yeah, if if you're buying over five hundred thousand and you're a first home buyer, you need to obviously factor in stamp duty, solicitor fees, everything else. And so.
2: generally, that's another like I say to clients: you've got to have around about that eight eight to nine percent, eight to nine, yeah. loved, depending on the purchase price. Yep, uh, eight to nine percent. So,
0: what a genuine podcast! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very, so very, boom. Good very timely <laughs> dad joke. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll see you next week, and uh, yeah, have a great week. Have a great week, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed creating it for you. If you have any feedback, questions or suggestions for future topics, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. All of these episodes are available to download for free wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, take care.